0: With the 28th pick in the 2009 NFL Draft, the Buffalo Bills select Eric Wood, center Louisville. Not sexy, but this kid can play. You know, like I've said all along, you know, nothing's given to you in this league and I'm ready to go in and, you know, try and take the job. It's something I'm going to work for, and it's, you know, I've been working out and, you know, I've been preparing for this time, and now it's finally coming. It's time to hit the practice field and get the word. Taylor gives it to McCoy. McCoy gets a good block, gets to the 40, to the 45, has the first down and more. Now he's on the Raiders' side of the field at the 30, at the 25, inside the 20, and he is brought down at the 13-yard line, just like last week. What a run by Shady. What great blocking up front. Eric knew that he was going against the number one pick at the NFL draft the year before, and he wanted to prove something to himself that day. In 2016, Eric Wood was selected as the Walter Payton Man of the Year award winner for the second year in a row. This year he was voted by his teammates, which is not surprising because he is very well respected in the locker room. He's a guy that leads by example, you know, and his voice. I think that people can tell that he's sincere and that he really means it, and that's something that's special. This is breaking news. A celebrated, long-time Buffalo Bills player's career, likely over. Good afternoon, we have learned Bills center, Eric Wood, who played every snap of every game this season, has suffered a neck injury, and according to multiple reports, it's going to end his nine-year career. Dr. Cappuccino has informed me that I will no longer be able to play football given the neck injury. Even with further treatment, rehab, or surgery, a return is not possible. I was hurt when I heard the news about Eric, I was hurt. He's one of the guys that I really respect. Um, And when I got the news that I was going to Buffalo, I was happy that he was there, you know, get a chance to play with him. Not only is he a good player, but he's a good person. Huge loss today for the Bills organization. Um, Eric's a special guy. I've had some challenges in my life. I think everybody has, and it's how you respond to those that kind of creates who you are as a person. Welcome to the first ever What's Next with Eric Wood podcast. This is episode zero, an intro episode. For those that are not familiar with who I am, I am a former NFL football player that spent nine years with the Buffalo Bills and I played my college ball at the University of Louisville. I made the Pro Bowl in 2016 and enjoyed the last ever Pro Bowl in Hawaii. I was a two-time Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee for the Bills, which I am extremely proud of. You can't control everything that happens on the football field, but I've always said you can control how much of an impact you are making on your community. In 2017, we broke a 17-year playoff drought for the Bills in incredible fashion. If you haven't seen the videos of our locker room celebration, I suggest looking that up. after. I have two kids and a beautiful wife, and we now live back in Louisville, Kentucky. Now let me tell you the story, what got me to the point where I'm starting my own podcast. After that historic playoff run in Buffalo, after the celebration died down, we go back to Buffalo after losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars. At the time, my wife and our daughter Grace at the time were back in Louisville anticipating the birth of our son Garrett. So I get back to Buffalo, hang out with some teammates that night, celebrate, what was an awesome run we break this drought really looking forward ahead to, to 2018 and i got to get an exit physical before i'm heading out of town so the next morning i'm waiting in line for the exit physical i'm rushed i'm i'm just looking forward to driving back to Louisville and being with my family anticipating the birth of our son I go into an exit physical with Dr. Cappuccino up there, and I had gotten some stingers throughout the season, which are pretty common in the NFL. A stinger, for those that don't know, is shooting pain down your arm, some numbness. It could be any extremity. For me, it was my right arm, which as a center, snapping the football, made some things uh, pretty interesting at times, but generally the numbness would wear off before the next play, and I would just hop back in and go. And like I said, those are pretty common in the NFL. You don't hear as much about them now, because a stinger now puts you in the concussion protocol, which doesn't make sense to me. So then people often cover them up till after the game, which is what I was doing. I, I would tell the doctors after the game, hey, I got another couple stingers today. And those started in week five of 2017. So Dr. Cappuccino, before I'm leaving Buffalo, says, hey, you need to get an MRI on your neck. And and I said, man, just, just clear me for the Pro Bowl and let me drive back to Louisville. My son is going to be born any second. He said, Eric you know, I I will clear you for the pro Bowl. I was an alternate that year, but you need to go get an MRI on your neck. We just, we just have to make sure I'm sure everything's fine, but let's just make sure everything's good. So I go to get an MRI. I'm away out of town and I drive back to Louisville and that was on January 8th. On January 9th, I get a call from Dr. Cappuccino. He set up for me to go get an MRI in Louisville, some more tests. I ask him, Hey, what's worst case scenario here? Am I looking at a surgery? And he said, man, let's let's not talk worst case scenarios. Just go get the MRI, and we'll, and we'll talk in a day or so. So I go to get the MRI in Louisville, and on January 11th in the morning, me and my wife are sitting in the hospital room waiting for the birth of our son. My wife's getting induced, so we knew it was going to happen probably around noonish. So that morning around 11, I get a call on my cell phone from Dr. Cappuccino, my wife being selfless and, and not... And understanding the football wife, how important everything is to me with football, says, "Hey, go take that call." So I walk out of the room, get the news that my career is over. I say, "Doc, I understand you have your opinion, but I'm going to reach out to some other doctors, and 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 hopefully I'll get cleared." He said, "Eric." You have a disc and bone sitting into your spinal cord at C2, C3, which is extremely dangerous. You probably need surgery, and with further play, paraplegia and loss of respiratory function is a serious concern. That caught me off guard. That got my attention. But in the moment, I'm still thinking, you know, as a naive, thinking I'm a medical expert myself, football player, you know, I'm going to be fine. So I walk in the room, I give Leslie the news, it's pretty emotional at the time. The doctors come in or the nurses come in and say, "You know, sweetie, it's going to be okay." My wife's crying and she said, "It's, it's not about the baby. It's something else." And uh, what's now funny to look back on wasn't very funny at the time. But our, but our son comes out healthy less than an hour later, and for a few days we just enjoyed the birth of Garrett Evan Wood. Evan being the name of my brother who was born with severe cerebral palsy who had passed when he was eleven. So. Garrett Evanwood comes out. He's healthy. We're enjoying that. And now life's starting to kick in, and And we seek some opinions from other doctors, and, and all of them said the same thing, Eric. There's no way, even with surgery, of a possible return to play. So I'm sitting there, you know, prior – I had signed a contract extension right before the season, a a two-year extension, so I had three seasons left in Buffalo heading into that season, so I had two left on a front-loaded deal, so it wasn't one of those deals where I was going to get cut a year later. I was going to play out that deal, and selfishly, if after 11 years I wanted to hang up, that's me going out on my own terms, something every NFL player dreams of doing, and my goal was through that contract, was to earn another one so the Bills would offer me another one. And if I wanted to keep playing, I could. But if not, they wanted me back and I I can walk away. But that didn't happen. And as I talked to the Bills, it was looking like this contract situation was going to get a little dicey. I wanted to announce to the media, to the fans, what happened with the injury. I didn't want it to get released that I had a career-ending injury and I'm choosing to walk away from the game of football. No, no. The game of football was taken away from me, and I put my heart and soul and passion into the city of Buffalo, to the Buffalo Bills, and gave my all, and I didn't want it to look like I was just simply walking away, making a, a business decision. So I'm, I'm supposed to have this press conference on, on Monday, and on Friday, the injury news leaks, and at that time, we should have canceled the press conference for Monday, but we didn't, and... What now is a terrible visual of what could have been my, I guess, retirement speech in Buffalo is this awkward press conference where uh, I was advised by agents and the NFLPA and everything, everybody, not to say too much because they could come at, back after some injury guarantee. And it was just a terrible ending to what could have been, um, in my mind, an awesome career in Buffalo. But that's okay. And over the past year, I've Done a couple of pregame shows through a network called Stadium. I did a game for Fox. I called the Kansas State-Iowa State football game. So getting into a little broadcasting work. I also wrote a, a column for The Athletic this year for the Bills. And I enjoyed that and, and hope to continue that while expanding some broadcast stuff. But there's a lot of downtime for a guy that thinks – hey, I'm going to get out of football. I'm going to transition into media. You know, yeah, they hired Jason Witten to do Monday Night Football, but maybe I'll be on ESPN. Maybe I'll be calling games with Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreit. Maybe I'll be down on the sideline. But my phone wasn't ringing off the hook, and that downtime led to some anxiety. It's led me to do some soul searching to figure out what I want to do next. And through this podcast, I'm going to interview some – of the former Buffalo Bills players I played with who have transitioned out, some of the all-time greats, former Louisville teammates, coaches, and greats from the University of Louisville, as well as many guests that have excelled in business, athletics, music, or any other possible field, and I'm going to learn from them. I want to learn about their transition, and I think with you following me on this podcast journey, you're going to learn a lot yourself. I will push out these podcasts every other week, and you can look for updates and teasers through my Twitter account at eWood70. You can find the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbeam, Anchor FM, and all other places you can listen to podcasts. Each week, we're going to do an in depth interview on these guests, and, and I think you're really going to enjoy learning about their past, what made them so great, learn about possible transitions that they've had through life or career, and also. We're going to have some fun recurring questions. We're going to have some rapid-fire questions. You know, I want to hear from former teammates in Buffalo. What was your favorite restaurant there? I want to learn from country music artists. What was your first car? Where did you live when you first got to Nashville, if that's the city that made you? And and I think by being able to compare these recurring questions, you'll find patterns. You'll find certain morning routines or mentors that will be very valuable to you or yourself. So that is it for episode zero. Thank you for coming on this journey with me. And I look forward to episode one coming next week.